everyone, this is Tori Kensington talking, and this is the Optimistic Almanac for Wednesday, September 27th, 2017. Rock and Rockers. Today's date in 1968 saw the rock musical Hair opening in London's West End. Hare's engagement in London surpassed the Broadway production, running for 1,997 performances, until its closure was forced by the roof of the theater collapsing in July of 1973. Hare, the American tribal love rock musical, is a rock musical with a book and lyrics by James Rado and Jerome Ragney, and music by Galt McDermott. A product of the hippie counterculture and sexual revolution of the late 1960s, several of its songs have become anthems of the anti-Vietnam War peace movement. The musical's profanity, its depiction of the use of illegal drugs, its treatment of sexuality, its irreverence for the American flag, and its nude scene caused much comment and controversy. The musical broke new ground in musical theater by defining the genre of rock musical, using a racially integrated cast and inviting the audience on stage for a be-in finale. After an off-Broadway debut in October of 1967 at Joseph Papp's Public Theater and a subsequent run at the Cheetah Nightclub, the show opened on Broadway in April of 1968 and ran for 1,750 performances. Simultaneous productions in the cities across the United States and Europe followed shortly thereafter. Since then, numerous productions have been staged around the world, spawning dozens of recordings of the musical, including the three million selling original Broadway cast recording. Some of the songs from its score became top 10 hits, and a feature film adaptation was released in 1979. A Broadway revival opened in 2009, earning strong reviews and winning the Tony Award and Drama Desk Award for Best Revival of a Musical. In 2008, Time Magazine wrote, quote, Today, hair seems, if anything, more daring than ever. Hare tells the story of the tribe, a politically active, long-haired hippie of the age of Aquarius, living a bohemian life in New York City and fighting against conscription into the Vietnam War. Claude and his good fan Berger, their roommate Sheila, and their friends struggle to balance their young lives, loves, and the sexual revolution with their rebellion against the war and their conservative parents in society. Ultimately, Claude must decide whether to resist the draft, as his friends have done, or to succumb to the pressures of his parents and conservative America to serve in Vietnam, compromising his pacifist principles and risking his life. In London, the opening night was delayed until the abolition of the theater censorship in England under the Theaters Act of 1968 so that the show could include nudity and profanity. As with earlier productions, the London show added a sprinkle of local allusions and other minor departures from the Broadway version. The original London tribe included Sonia Christina, Peter Straker, Paul Nichols, Melba Moore, Elaine Page, Paul Corda, Marcia Hunt, Fiola Benjamin, Alex Harvey, Oliver Tobias, Richard O'Brien, and Tim Curry. This was Curry's first full-time theater acting role, where he met future Rocky Horror Show collaborator O'Brien. Reception to Hair upon its Broadway premiere was, with exceptions, overwhelmingly positive. Clive Barnes wrote in the New York Times, 
What is so likable about hair? I think it is simply that it is so likable. So new, so fresh, so unassuming even in its pretensions. John O'Connor of the Wall Street Journal said the show is exuberantly defiant and the production explodes into every nook and cranny of the Biltmore Theater. Richard Watts of the New York Post wrote that, quote, it has a surprising, if unintentional, charm, and its young zest with it makes it difficult to resist. Television reviews were even more enthusiastic. Alan Jeffries of ABC said the actors were the most talented hippies you'll ever see, directed in a wonderfully wild fashion by Tom O'Horgan. Leonard Probst of NBC said, quote, Hair is the only new concept in musicals and Broadway in years, and it's more fun than any other this season. A reviewer from Variety, on the other hand, called the show loony and, quote, without story, form, music, dancing, beauty, or artistry. It's impossible to tell whether the cast has talent. Maybe talent is irrelevant in this new kind of show business. Reviews in the News Weekly were mixed. Jack Kroll in Newsweek wrote, quote, There is no denying the sheer kinetic drive of this new hair. There is something hard, grabby, slightly corrupt about O'Horgan's virtuosity, like Busby Berkeley gone bitchy. But a reviewer from Time wrote that although the show thrums with vitality, it is crippled by being a bookless musical and, like a boneless fish, it drifts when it should swim. The touring company of hair met with resistance throughout the United States. In South Bend, Indiana, the Morris Civic Auditorium refused bookings, and in Evansville, Indiana, the production was picketed by several church groups. In Indianapolis, Indiana, the producers had difficulty securing a theater, and city authorities suggested that the cast wear body stockings as a compromise to the city's ordinance prohibiting publicly displayed nudity. Productions were frequently confronted with the closure of theaters by the fire marshal, as in Gladwater, Texas. Chattanooga's 1972 refusal to allow the play to be shown at the city-owned Memorial Auditorium was later found by the U.S. Supreme Court to be an unlawful prior restraint. Here was Broadway's first concept musical, a form that dominated musical theater of the 70s, including shows like Company, Follies, Pacific Overtures, and A Chorus Line. While the development of the concept musical was an unexpected consequence of Hare's tenure on Broadway, the expected rock music revolution on Broadway turned out to be less than complete. And, by the late 1970s, the genre had played itself out. Except for a few outposts of rock, like Dream Girls of 1981, and a year later, The Little Shop of Horrors, audience tastes in the 1980s turned to mega-musicals, with pop scores like Les Mis and The Phantom of the Opera. Some later rock musicals such as Rent, Spring Awakening, as well as jukebox musicals featuring rock music like We Will Rock You and Rock of Ages have found success. But the rock musical did not quickly come to dominate the musical theater stage after Hair. Critic Clive Barnes commented, There really weren't any rock musicals. No major rock musician ever did a rock score for Broadway. You might think of the musical Tommy, but it was never conceived as a Broadway show. And one can see why. There's so much more money in records and rock concerts. I mean, why bother going through the pain of a musical, which may end up closing in Philadelphia? Ellen Stewart, La Mama's founder, noted, quote, Hair came with blue jeans, comfortable clothing, colors, beautiful colors, sounds, movement. 
And you can go to AT&T and see a secretary there today, and she's got on blue jeans. You can go anywhere you want, and what Hare did is still doing 20 years later... A kind of emancipation, a spiritual emancipation that came from O'Horrigan's staging. Hair until this date has influenced every single thing that you'll see on Broadway, off Broadway, off off Broadway, anywhere in the world. You will see elements of the experimental techniques that Hair brought to not just Broadway, but to the entire world. Here's a quote from Meatloaf on his birthday today. Rock and roll came from the slaves singing gospel in the field. Their lives were hell. They used music to lift out of it, to take them away. And that's what rock and roll should do, take you to a better place. The Optimistic Almanac is made possible each weekday morning by NPC, the national podcasting company of 501c3 nonprofit, and is funded by our listeners. Thank you. The mighty Expeditionary Studios of the National Podcasting Company will begin the Southern Migration tomorrow, and we will be taking a long weekend. This show returns to the air on Monday, October 2nd, at the beginning of our new broadcast season. We know you will wish us luck as we travel from New England southward. Today's show came to you from Worthington, Massachusetts. Research for today's show is by Lexi Caligari. Keep the faith, keep in love, and keep in touch. Yeah.